following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. And we're back for another episode of Free Kicks. I, I believe we have uh, passed the quarter century mark uh, in our uh, our total of shows. I think this is our 26th show, so we're making some progress. Yeah, that's great. Don't we have to have a cake or something or whatever? <laughs> no, not know. till 50. Not till <laughs> oh, okay. 50. All right. We can't just hand out cakes willy-nilly. Yeah, well, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. I figured everybody's eating eating cakes and desserts and all that kind of stuff right now. Is uh, is Father Christmas coming to your house this year? <laughs> we certainly hope so. I, I, we certainly hope so. Hopefully the kids have been good, and uh, they're certainly on the, the nice list so far, but we've got a few more days left, so there's it could could change. We had a, our, our, our soccer club, uh, Green White Soccer Club, had our uh, Christmas party this weekend, and, uh, you know, Couple of hundred of ki- a couple hundred kids uh, and and Santa and it was, you know, a heartwarming holiday uh, festive uh, event. That's great. puts That's puts great. you in the right mood, you know. Exactly. All right, so let's let's talk about someone who's probably not in the right mood. First of all, let's get our audio in here. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? And in this case, what's happening off the pitch? Uh, breaking news this morning as we sit here recording this show, uh, Jose Mourinho fired by Manchester United after their embarrassing loss to Liverpool. Um, I, I don't know if you agree with me about that embarrassing loss, but I, I thought they just didn't show up. Yeah, it was. they didn't look good. It was not a good performance by Man United. There's no question about that. They, they were outgunned, outplayed, and I think he even talked a little bit about that at the end as well. And uh, yeah, it was it was a tough tough day for Manchester United, but now maybe it's time to look forward. You know, no more looking back, but time to look forward. Wouldn't you think, though, as a coach, uh, you know, you have coached for many years. Imagine coming into this situation where you, uh, where the previous coach, uh, is super highly uh, thought of, uh, maybe one of the best coaches of all time, uh, couldn't do it, but uh, you get a roster <laughs> of. Just incredible talent. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, no, wouldn't that be a fun project to work on? I think it would. It, it, the problem is is how disjointed this squad is. And so that's that's going to be the biggest issue because they would the, whoever comes in is going to have to really spend a lot of time with the players. And it's not necessarily on the field stuff it's more off the field it's dealing with man management it's dealing with the players and that's really that was really jose's downfall you know yeah. dealing with the players um obviously him and pogba certainly aren't going to be they're not going to be sending christmas <laughs> cards to each other this uh, this coming christmas and uh, i mean he was, was on the bench he was on the bench against uh, liverpool the top team on the table and yeah. you, he's your best player uh, he just won a world cup you know yeah. he's he is one of the best players in the world, and he obviously doesn't like playing for you. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you know, there's some talk today. I mean, there's going to be a lot of chatter all day about this stuff, but that might have been the downfall for Jose because he didn't play him. You know, the fact that he was sitting on the bench, and you know, Man United have invested a hundred million pounds into this player, and he didn't even use him. So. 
that's that's kind of the the big issue there, I think, in terms of where he's at. And uh, you know, now he's now he's looking for a job, but you know, he's twenty two he's twenty two million pounds richer for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, no. it's not he, he's going to be okay. You know, let's not feel too sorry for him. It is uh, a uh, that's not a golden parachute. That's a platinum parachute. <laughs> exactly. You know, he'll he'll find somewhere else. You know, he might be out for a year or two, but he'll someone else will pick him up. So uh, as we record this, uh, a a replacement has not been named yet. And I hate to predict because, you know, as soon as we predict, they'll name one. (laughs) And then the show will come out and they'll go, everyone will go, hey, you idiots, why didn't you just wait? (laughs) (laughs) So let's just wait. Let's just talk about that that game last week because uh, I watched the entire game and it was, as a Liverpool supporter, it was just, I just loved it. I just loved it. That. The Liverpool team is really uh, clicking on all cylinders right now. Yeah, they're, they're just playing at an extremely high level. Um, I think he even talked a little bit about it, about, and you know, they're just playing at such a high level in terms of speed. I mean, they're going at, it seems like, 200 miles an hour, and, and everything is just on top of them. They're just really working so hard. Obviously, they're playing for the manager. You know, Klopp has got them playing at a really high level. Right. He's got, got the players in that he wants to play, and it's working great for him. I mean, they're, they're doing fantastically well. I, I There was one quote by Jose after the game, something to the effect of, uh, well, yeah, Klopp, uh, he plays uh, to, uh, to make the players happy. I play for trophies. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pal. Uh, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and to be fair, you know, Klopp's still going to always be evaluated by the fact he's got to win something. And yeah. that's no matter how you look at it. Jose's always got that in his back pocket. He'll always use that as a, hey, I've won. And he has won. Yeah, that's it's true. I guess it's not uh, it's not being cocky if you're just speaking the truth. Yeah, exactly. You know, we we talk a lot about that. We you know even in the coaching schools, one of our one of my more favorite uh, coaching instructors, uh, education instructor, he just talks about facts. We just want facts. Give me facts, and that's what he's done. He's uh, he's using those facts, and he's telling everybody, "Look, I've won three. Everybody else has only won two, so I've won three. <laughs> but you know, I, I think. I think Jurgen Klopp is definitely moving in the right direction with his team. They're going to win something here pretty soon. They are. And and I think one of the biggest pickups in this offseason was Shakiri, who has been coming in off the bench and, and is just a dynamic player when he gets out there. He's so yeah. dangerous. Yeah, he's, he's your classic super sub, right? He yeah. comes in. And, and just changes the game. You know, we talk about that as coaches. We talked about substitutes and say, look, hey, make a difference. And when he made a difference when he came in, he sure scored did. both goals. And that was that was the difference in the game. But yeah, it, I mean, it was interesting with Shakiri, a player of his stature to come to Liverpool, probably knowing that he was probably going to be coming off the bench. He was going to have a hard time. I mean, You've got a front three that's fantastically good. So he's going to have a hard time getting in. But he understands his role. Obviously, Klopp has man-managed him very well and told him, look, hey, you're going to come in at certain times, give us a lift, and that's exactly what he did. Yep, that's true. Um, So after the game, uh, man, you find themselves in sixth place. But they're 
They're way out of the top five right now, which is another reason why Jose's gone. They're only one point ahead of uh, Wolverhampton right now, who's in yeah. seventh. Yeah, 19 points behind Liverpool. I mean, this is uncharted territory. I mean, they're still in the top six. I know. But <laughs> 19 know, points behind is not even Christmas. No, exactly. Exactly right. We've got a bunch of games coming up. So, yeah, I mean, they, I don't know if they're going to be digging into that lead anytime soon, and that's the biggest thing. So uh, they've got a lot of work ahead of them, whoever the new manager is. So let's talk about uh, a couple of the other games. Actually, another new manager. Uh, Southampton uh, has a new manager, and he has produced immediate results. Uh, this, this past weekend, they beat uh, Arsenal, which is a gigantic upset. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I'll be honest with you. I was very shocked at this result. Um, you know, Ralph came in. Hassan, has, I think Hassan Hutties, I think is how you pronounce it, uh, came in and he's done a great job. I mean, he's already organized things a little bit better. And this was their first home game. Um, I normally pick the scores ahead of time. And remember, Arsenal had won, yeah, had been unbeaten in 22 games. So I'm thinking, oh, they're not going to lose this one against Southampton. <laughs> oh, and guess what happens? They end up losing. Uh, but yeah, you know <laughs> no, when I you can't. pick when you pick the scores uh, like you do, you you do realize that there's no way you can ever make money as a gambler. Oh, absolutely, no way. It, I mean, it's just impossible as a sports. I mean, I I find I I consider myself a a big fan also. Um, I just never get them right. And it's the same way in football and baseball. And you think you know what you're talking about, but it just, that's what's so great about sports. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. But yeah, great, great result for them. Push them up out of the bottom three. Um, I mean, they're that, you know, they're minus 16, still goal differential, but uh, they're there. They're in that uh, out of the relegation zone. So that's going to give them a little bit of confidence. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, they've got a lot of games. This Christmas period is going to be huge for them, especially for all those teams near the bottom. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a massive, massive time in terms of picking up some points here and there. Well, let's talk about one of those teams that is down there, and that's Burnley. Mm-hmm. I thought they played a great game against Tottenham this past weekend. I watched that game. Yeah, um, but and their goalie uh, Joe Hart. He's he's been playing great. Have you watched him at all this year? I, I, I know Burnley's I, struggling, but he's playing well. Yeah, I've that's I've heard that, and, and even the commentator during the game was saying about how he could still play for England. You know, it was just so <laughs> funny. You know how how he's gone full circle. But yeah, to give him a lot of credit. I mean, that, that to be fair, and nothing against Burnley, he's probably getting a fair bit of action. Yes, so that's he probably, is. Yes, he so is. Probably, so that's enhancing him, but. He made some tremendous saves there near the end of the game, and it was just really unfortunate for for Burnley to lose that one right at the end there in uh, in injury time, especially in that pouring rain. That looked like the the weather was really rough. Yeah, you know, well. uh, my my wife and I joke, uh, you know, with all the uh, political unrest in this country, you know, hey, maybe we should look into moving somewhere else. And uh, how about England? Uh, you know, they've kind of got a few political issues there, too. <laughs> Plus, there's that rain. My oh. God, it rains every time. I know, exactly. Well, I, I'll guarantee you, if you go to a game in England, there's a good chance it will rain. I mean, yeah. it, it could be sunny, rain, and then the sun will come out again. It's very strange. It really is. You'll get that. But that was a torrential downpour. That, that was. was just coming down. 
just not pretty to watch. Um, but still, I mean, the fields are so good. The turf is so good. It absorbs all that water. So they can still play at a pretty good level. You know, if you're playing it down at uh, Majewski there, that, that, water, that, that field's that underwater right now. That's the thing. So let me ask you this about Tottenham because uh, they, were, they were supposed to move into a new stadium this year. It's, yeah. uh, as of right now, still not ready. But it must be close to ready because I saw a thing on Twitter yesterday uh, how they're going to be pouring the beers. Did you see this? No, I haven't. Oh, this is cool. They've got this new gadget that they're going to have that you put the cup down um, on the bar and it fills up from underneath. From underneath? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I you look it up. Look it up on online. This is I, I get very easily impressed by. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Well, this could could be a game changer for beer drinkers all over the world here. So, yes, yeah, this, is, this you, is great. You combine beer and gadgetry, and I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. <laughs> That's all right. That's... Anyway, let's get to uh, explain that foreign tradition because I have a lot of questions for you this week. Let's all see right. Get the uh, audio here, and here we go. And now, explain that foreign tradition, please. Okay, so watching the games this weekend, and again, I love, I love the the language, um, yeah. the English announcers. Um, I think I know what these mean, um, but I just I want to make sure. All right, one of them was uh, he he uh, the announcer, the main guy said, "What a howler!" <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a miss. That is a terrible, terrible miss. You know, when, when you have those opportunities, when you're running, running goal and you're about to score and then you hit it wide or hit it over, that's exactly That's a howler. That's a, that's a rough one. That's the miss of the century, as they call it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Good to know that. Then there's another one that I heard. Um, they said he's going to lose a rag. Yes. What is yes. that? It, it, he might have said lose his rag. Lose his so when, rag, yes, uh, yeah. yes. So when you lose your rag, it's kind of um, getting angry. So you'll get really upset about something. You're like, oh, I can't believe this is happening or whatever it may be. Um, so, you know, often my parents would lose their rag around their children at certain times during different things. But And we'd always say that. So, but yeah, yeah, well, be careful with mom. She's losing a rag today. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, yeah, she gets a little angry, a little, you know, a little upset. Maybe she didn't drink a coffee in the morning or something. But, but yeah, so losing your rag, getting angry, upset about something. Okay. You're probably angry at the referee. That's probably what happened. Okay. Yeah. A little different in this country. Yeah, that. yeah. Yes, exactly. Watching that with my wife, and she said, What did he just say? What did, mm-hmm. what did that announcer just say? Yeah. All right. So there's there's those phrases, which makes watching the Premier League so much fun for me. But also, as I talk about every week, there's there's always at least one moment where I, I there's like a, a beautiful turn of phrase that I love. And then this week, um, it was during the Liverpool game, and the announcer said there's a cacophony of sound here, Merseyside, which is just a a nice way of of describing the the crowd noise. You know, it just yes. it was just the sort of thing you would never hear an American announcer say. And one of the reasons I tune in as a former announcer myself just to yeah. just to listen to the guys talk. That's great. Lots of good words to use in the future. That's yes. right. 
All right, so as long as we're talking about Liverpool, let's do our quiz. I, I couldn't believe this, but we have not done a Liverpool quiz yet. Wow. So let's see how well you know uh, one of England's most famous teams. Okay. You should know You should know all no. of this. Oh, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. All right. Here's you've, We've got five questions. You've got to get three of them correct to pass the test. All Again, right. I, I think we are. This is our sixteenth quiz, I think. Okay, wow. And you are fifteen for sixteen. Okay, yeah, so just do- Bournemouth. Yeah, just Bournemouth. Yep. Oh, Bournemouth. All right, here we go. Which Kennedy was never affiliated with Liverpool? All right. All right. Was it Mark Kennedy, Ray Kennedy, Alan Kennedy, or Miles Kennedy? Oh, that's a tough. Well, I know Ray and Alan Kennedy very well. They have a long history, so it's either Mark or Miles. I'm gonna go with Miles. Oh, very good. Yes, Mark Ooh. Kennedy was signed in '95 by Liverpool, and at the time was the highest-paid teen in history. Wow. Um, obviously, didn't turn into a superstar, but uh, that was. He was with Liverpool. Yeah. All right. So you're one for one. Now we're going to go back to one that you absolutely have to know. Okay, great. No pressure. No pressure. In 2007, Liverpool went to Athens for the second Champions League final in three years. They defeated Chelsea 4-1 to one on penalties in the semifinal. Mm-hmm. Who scored the winning penalty? Was it Xabi Alonso? Robbie Fowler, Steven Gerrard, or Dirk Kuyt? Ooh. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's a tough one. <laughs> I'm going to go. 11 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Dirk Kuyt. <sighs> that is correct. Doggone oh. it. <laughs> Doggone it. All right. There's your two for two. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three players have played more than 500 games for Liverpool. Which one of these did not play 500 games? Okay. Ian Callahan, Jamie Carragher, Steven Gerrard, or Ian Rush? Hmm. These are some tricky ones to, today here. What was the first one? Who was the first Ian one? Ian Callahan. Ian Callahan. That's a tough one. All those three have played a lot of games. Carragher for sure. Gerard and Rush, probably right on the bubble. Callahan, I'm not sure about. I'm going to go with Ian Rush. Correct. Woof. He, he only played in 469 games. Wow. <laughs> there you go. But he is the all-time leading scorer of Liverpool. Yeah. So. And he did. Le- he left as well. He left to Juventus for a short spell as That's well. That's right. So. Okay, well, good. You're three for three. You've passed the test again. Now we've got a couple of bonus questions for you. All right. Most World Cup appearances for a Liverpool player? Michael Owen, Ian Rush, Kevin Keegan, or Steven Gerrard? Hmm. Michael Owen was always injured, so it couldn't be him. Uh, I'm going to go with either Kevin Keegan or Steven Gerrard. I'm going to go with Steven Gerrard. 
Wow. You really know your stuff. That's right. Four for four. Wow. All right. Here's the one I usually trip you up on. Which of the following celebrities is not a Liverpool supporter? A, Paul McCartney, B, Mike Myers, C, Liam Neeson, or D, Daniel Craig? Celebrities. My nemesis. All right. Um, Could you say them one more time? Yes. Paul McCartney, Mike Myers, Liam Neeson, or Daniel Craig? All right. I think the first two are Liverpool fans. It's either Liam Neeson or Daniel Craig. Liam Neeson is Irish. I'm going to go with Liam Neeson. I'm so sorry. Liam Neeson is a Liverpool supporter. Paul McCartney is an Everton man. Really? Yes. Interesting. That's a good one. There you go. All right. Four out of five again. (laughs) All right. Before we go, uh, we've got a couple of big things to still tackle. We're going to talk about all the big games coming up. Uh, You're going to do your TV tip in a bit. Um, But also uh, this past week, actually, I think it was just yesterday, the uh, round of 16 matchups came out. Yes. So let's talk about some of those because there's some interesting matchups. One that really jumps out at me is Liverpool against Bayern Munich. Yeah. That's going to be spectacular. Yeah. Some of these games, like you said, historically, I mean, you could almost put some of these downs as finals. That's what's kind of really nice about it. All these could be be, uh, Champions League finals, but the Liverpool-Bayern game is going to be tremendous. You've got the German manager – Going against the arguably the best German team of all time, right? I'm sure, and I'm they sure. were his nemesis too when he was yeah. at Dortmund. Exactly. So you know, Klopp's going to be fired up. Uh, it's going to be a really good game, you know. And I think Bayern's, you know, starting to pick things up a little bit, but um, yeah, it's going to be a great game. That's going to be a really good one. So if you had to bet on that one, <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, I'm, I think Liverpool. I, I think Liverpool's just playing at a, at a really high level. I, I think they. Could, I think they have a very good chance to get to the semi-finals. Yeah. Um, I would put money on them. I think they're the best. Certainly, uh, you know. And again, Man City. I think those two. You could almost guarantee them as semi-finalists. That's how good they are. Right. I'm with you. I'm actually picking Liverpool over Bayern too. And you know, I grew wow. up as a Bayern fan. Yeah, so. that's that's a crazy pick from a German. I know. I know. But what about uh, Roma Porto? What do you think about that? Oh well, I think Porto is probably exceeding expectations a little bit, and Roma is there. I think that's probably one of the the lesser matchups in terms of. Yeah, game. I agree. I, I, I'd probably pick Roma in that one. Okay. Um, Manu versus PSG. Well, again, this could be the, now everything changes. Right. I, mean, I think. I think. You know, before before a few hours ago, I think it was PSG all the way, um, and I had a hard time seeing it. But now I think Man United's going to have a whole new, fresh, fresh approach. And maybe they might be able to cause an upset, you know. So, but I think PSG's got a bit too much in yeah. the long run. Agreed. Tottenham's got a tough matchup too. They're going up against Dortmund. Yeah, Tottenham Dortmund's yeah, top of the table good. right now at the Bundesliga. Yeah, they're playing really well, and, and that's with the with a lot of speculation, even with Pulisic maybe leaving at some point too. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I like Tottenham. I think they they're, they're finding ways to win this year in the Champions League, especially that last one. They kind of scored late. 
I'm going to go for a Tottenham win. I really am. I don't think they'll get to the semis, but I think Tottenham will win that one. Then we've got Ajax against Madrid. That's uh, probably easy for Madrid, I think. Yeah, well, but Ajax has played really well this year. They've got a couple of good young players. They've got a good young team, and they're kind of back to where they are. Unfortunately for them, what ends up happening is these players end up leaving and go into bigger clubs. But, yeah, I think Real Madrid's just got too much for them this year. And uh, Lyon probably doesn't have much of a shot against Barcelona either. Yeah, I think Barcelona all the way on that one. Yeah, they're just uh, yeah. too much there. Now, another good matchup, I think, is Atletico against Juventus. Yeah, I agree. I think that could be one of the best games to watch in terms of in Don't terms they both of play uh, in black and white also? Like in black no, and white uh, stripes? Atletico's red and white. Oh, that's stripes. right. Red and white. That's right. Yeah, yes. They're the red and white stripes. But either way, a striped team's going to win. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Juventus. There, you got Ronaldo. You got a. You got a, a game changer in Ronaldo. So you got to go with him. Yeah, I, I agreed. And then, of course, Schalke against Man City. Uh, and Schalke is is really one of the weaker German teams, and Man City is just a juggernaut. Yeah, absolutely. I was surprised they got in, and that's great to Schalke. Great credit to them in terms of how they did it. Uh, but yeah, Man City, like I said, I think they've got semifinals written all over them, and uh, it'll be an interesting to see what, how the draw comes out the next round because then you'll get some real. If, if everything goes to plan with all the teams that supposedly should win, those uh, quarterfinals are going to be even better. They so. will be. All right, so if you're looking for uh, the show, you can find us on iTunes, we're at Google Play, we're at Stitcher, we're at TuneIn, um, we are on Spotify. Uh, you can check out the uh, Free Kicks page on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network and subscribe to the show. That's probably the easiest way to do it. And it'll just show up there in your phone or your computer or however you uh, do it. Um, so we mainly cover the English Premier League, but we also talk about what's happening here in this country. In this country, we call it soccer partner. And so the person who's tapped into that better than anybody is the Illinois director of coaching um, is Adam. Uh, what's going on? Anything happening at, at your uh, in your neck of the woods? Well, actually, it's going to be kind of nice. We're looking forward. The office will be closing on Friday, December the 21st. So we're excited about – I'm excited about that, having a little bit of time off, spend some time with the family, just kicking back. For and, the rest uh, of the year? For the rest of the year. Wow. So we're, yes, we're at, We're out. We're off until uh, the 2nd. So we'll be back on the 2nd of January. So we're pumped up. I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up to have a, a little bit of time off, spend some time, relax at home. Certainly, there's going to be enough soccer games to watch, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> so we'll be doing that. But so, yeah, so we close up shop there. But then I'll be honest, when we get back, it's going to be all, you know, 100 miles an hour. So we've got the coaches convention here in Chicago, which starts the week of the 7th. And in fact, uh, right before that, uh, we just sent out a note yesterday. You may have even seen it. We've got uh, Chelsea FC coming in to Arlington Heights. So we've secured a couple of their uh, coaches to come in on Monday. They're going to do a free clinic. That's January the 7th. Um, spots, there might be a few left, but I can tell you, it, we had a limit of 55. I hit 40 by three hours later. It was that quick. So this is a clinic so for coaches. It's a clinic for coaches. I want to call it a workshop, okay. really. So it's going to kind of be very interactive. It's in our classroom in Arlington Heights. 
so there's no field on the field stuff, but there'll be we've got some nice videos and TVs here, and there'll be some interactive stuff that the Chelsea coaches will be bringing in, and they're here for the convention. So I was able to nab them before they they came in. So it's going to be like a dream come true for you. Yeah, you know, it's nice. Yeah, it's always nice to have Chelsea in. That's for sure. So. I'm, I'm still working on trying to get a shirt out of the deal, so we'll see how that works. Uh, but yeah, it's always good. It's always good. So yeah, we're excited that they came last, uh, maybe a year and a half ago, before as well. Did some interactive stuff, but this one they're going to spend a little bit more time on talking about how they work with their players, especially certainly at the youth levels, which I think is very relative to our coaches. You know, uh, you have infected my my uh, youngest son, Sean, who for Christmas has asked for a Hazard jersey. <coughs> Wow. A Chelsea jersey. So thanks a lot for that. Hey, that's great. He's also, uh, you know, my son is a bit of a smack talker. So uh, <laughs> uh, now that it, when I watch the Liverpool games, I've got to sit next to him and he, he's, uh, he's tucking smack the whole time, which I'm not enjoying at all. But So yeah. thank you very much for that. <laughs> Well, he, he may get a personal invitation to Boxing Day then, so uh, make sure he comes over and watches some games there when we play on that uh, on that day. So that'll be good. Okay, yeah, he, he's one of you. He's one of you now. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's do let's talk about that. Let's do our uh, TV tips because there's a lot of good stuff coming up. Oh, wait, before we do that, are are you and I going to be broadcasting from the uh, convention? Have we decided to do that, or is that? I not? think we, we we've talked about it. We can certainly finalize it. I think we can find some time. I think we could do that. That, yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, you apparently have some time on your hands coming up, so we'll let me know. If, <laughs> if <that laughs> only, only, uh, yeah, up to the convention. When the convention gets going, we won't have any time. But yeah, right. I'm sure. We, uh, yeah, that'd be kind of fun to do. So I'm it, sure we can figure be. something out. We might be able to get a special guest on or something. Yes, exactly. Yes, we'll grab somebody famous. Okay, sounds good. All right, let's uh, let's do your TV tip. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. Okay, now we're talking about for the rest of the year, um, and there are a ton of Premier League games between now and the end of the year. Adam, what are some of the ones we should look for? I tell you, there's just so many. Um, in fact... This Friday, I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, Wolves versus Liverpool, 2 o'clock kickoff. So those of you who are maybe getting out early, that might be a good game to watch. I think I, Wolves are playing really well right now. Since they beat Chelsea, things have been going on really well. Yep. And uh, and obviously Liverpool's playing at an extremely high level. Um, and then, um, you know, moving on, you've got Sunday. So you've got Saturday. So you've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend. Nice. So that you, you get your fill of soccer there. So you've got a game and then a bunch of games Saturday. And then the Sunday game is Everton-Tottenham, which is always a, a good little game as well. And then you've got Christmas Day, eat your turkey and your ham, and then you can relax. Wait, wait no then. soccer on Christmas Day? What the hell? No. Heaven knows, no, no, yeah. no. We can't have can't have soccer on there. We, that's that's dedicated to the NBA, right? Oh, so right, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so yeah, we, we don't play on Christmas Day. My goodness, no. no of course, no. Heaven forbid, no. Yes. So, so, and then the next, and then that next one we've got uh, Wednesday the twenty sixth. You know, there's going to be a bunch of great games there. We've got um, Man United. Obviously, they're going to be uh, going to be going up against Huddersfield, which might be an interesting game. Obviously, with the new manager. Always a great game to watch, and I always like watching this game. And I'll probably be the pre big game would be Liverpool Newcastle. They've had a lot of history in oh, terms yeah. of, of of big games and lots of goals always scored. And Newcastle was is had a couple of good games in a row. Yeah, yeah. Rondon, their striker that they've got in, has been banging in the goals. He's good. So, He's good. Yeah, 
he's a handful for sure. So you got that, and then the 29th is another Saturday, so then it keep, keeps on rolling around. So you then got a whole bunch more games. You got, and that's probably the marquee game of the whole uh, future is Liverpool Arsenal. You've got that coming up as well. So that should be a really good one. Wow, so, so Liverpool's got some tough games coming up here. They they do have a tough break uh, in terms of Christmas, and then Newcastle, Man United, and then. Thursday, the 3rd of January, biggest game of them all, Man City, Liverpool. That's going to be the game wow. to watch. Wow. Wow. So there are no good Chelsea games coming up this weekend? <laughs> um, not really. I mean, we've got Watford. Watford, I mean, that'll be a good game. Yeah. Certainly not your, your high, big, popular ones. I mean, I'll be watching them all, don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace. You know, so yeah, and, and Southampton and Southampton, you know, yeah, okay. they better win so, those three games, right? Exactly. So it's, it'll probably be a good time for them to get some points. So that'll be good. All right. Well, if you'd like to know more about Adam and Rick, you can follow us on Twitter, FK with Adam and Rick and Facebook. Oh, by the way, if you go on my Twitter feed uh, at Rick Kempfer, you can see that cool Tottenham uh, beer thing I was talking about. because oh, I, I nice. Did, I retweeted it there. Uh, at Facebook, we're Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Uh, you can check out our day jobs. I'm the publisher of Eckhart's Press and the co-host of Minutia Men Podcast with Dave Stern. Adam is just off for the rest of the year, but uh, <laughs> is the technical director, director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. The executive producer of the podcast is Tony Lasano of Opie Productions. We're distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we'll be back again next year with another new episode of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? If you missed Losano or Losano and friends, here's what you missed. From Chicago Fire, that NBC show, not the soccer team, Charlie Burnett is here with us. Is the stuff on the Wikipedia page about you true? Have you looked at it? <laughs> Have you seen the stuff? No, this is too funny, and I, I can't wait to tell my mom. My mom came to Chicago with my, my dad and my sister last week, and my mom flipped out, pulled up the Wikipedia page, and was like, what is this about me being a Mormon? A Mormon uh, Swedish woman. A Mormon oh. Swedish woman, which is totally a joke I made to on the interview, and someone took and put into a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called.